already know what it is, baby. We're back. Blaze Panda Podcast episode I don't remember. We got the Hyla guys here. We're going to start from this guy and we'll work our way around. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm James with Hyla, managing partner. Cheers. Kurt Gore, Shango. Yeah, and I'm Brian Ewer with uh, Hyla as well. So oh, you're selling yourself short, bro. Yeah, what do you what do you do? You're selling your yeah, master so, extraction. So, yeah, let me. Let me I'm Hyla. Fucking does it all, man. Let me tell you. So, yeah. So yeah, let me tell you a little bit of history on on Hyla. Uh, first of all, Hyla, by definition, is a tree frog, hence the logo. That's how we came up with it. Um, so uh, a few years ago, when I learned distillate, uh, learned about heads, mains, tails. So heads is your junk, mains is your like usually for carts and shit. Uh, your tails were like, what the fuck do we do with tails? Well, make, make some fucking edibles. So that's what we ended up doing. Uh, yeah, little frog, little frog molds. So we, so. so we had these fucking frog edibles, and people, uh, people get high off tails. Yeah, it's still like 60, 65%. I mean, you know, you don't want to get ready to buy Explain byproduct. what you mean by that. Because by I, tails? I, yeah, I don't think everyone gets, okay, you know, yeah, that's yeah. a real like industry term. Sure, yeah. So when you're pulling fractions, your first fraction is going to be all your volatiles. So it's going to be your- this uh, is distillate. Distillate, distillate whether it's for carts or edibles or whatever the fuck you want to make it for. Um, so uh, tail or your, your heads is going to be your bullshit fraction. That's the shit that- you're just gonna throw away whatever, you know. Uh, your mains, that's gonna be your high THC profile, your Delta 9, that will get you high. So that's the shit we use for the carts. And then we're like, all right, what the fuck do we do with this, uh, these tails, these, this byproduct? So we're like, let's make some fucking edibles. You know, we're not the first ones that ever did it, you know? This is five, six years ago, but. Uh, so we, we got these frog molds and started making these frog edibles out of our tails and shit was hopping no pun intended no 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 pun intended but you know just flying off the shelves so uh james my business partner he comes to me he's like let's get this fucking weed business going you know shit's so it's hopping. flying off the shelves where where is it flying off the shelves at this is all caregiver so back, stores, back though, five or, six no like five six local, years ago local this is, buyers you know, yeah my my local people you know yeah, no problem yeah. i just i just like to clarify so people are like wait what what shop i want to know where i saw it at for sure yeah yeah we all started somewhere you know and caregiver is where i started you know oh so. we all started i think like in the caregiver i mean I mean, many people started we all before it. We all didn't, but we, sh you know, you know we should Well, have. I think like our first like venture into branding for anyone that was like doing branding, I don't think too many people were trying to establish cannabis brands before like the caregiver market uh, because that would have been like probably a guaranteed way to get like extra police attention. For yeah. sure. You were like, like, yeah, not only is that my weed officer, that's my branded weed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I don't know how that doesn't sound then, good to me. You weren't allowed to make profit technically, you know? So right. back then you weren't allowed to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So it was tight, you know? So we did most of our R&D not making any money, just research and development, and came up with uh, these frogs that were just pumping and knocking, you know, jumping off the shelves. And uh, then we, uh, James and I were like, we, we talked about it for years. We're like, we gotta start a weed business. We gotta start a weed business. So yeah. we go to a lot of brew festivals, you know. <clears throat> we, get, we get to drink and we're like, man, we gotta do this, we gotta do this things were starting to lighten up like four or five years ago, right? So place in Warren, we almost bought this place in Warren building. Glad uh, we didn't, the city's a mess. Yeah, they're all fucked up over Where there. do you guys operate out of currently? So we're, we're currently out of uh, 
out of Shango. That's what we're doing right now. Is yeah, we're doing okay. all their processing for them. Yeah. So you're at the facility down on Ama in, in Hazel, Hazel Park. Park yeah, right? Hazel Park. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Happening. Just started this week. Address for forever to get. You're doing distillate there. Distillate so, concentrates. I mean, whatever, basically whatever demand from their dispensaries and what the B two B market. Yeah, uh, pulls so from us, we're going to do. We are going to make this lit, but we want our audience to tell us what we want, what they want. You know, we don't want to make what we want. We want to make what they want. So I know how to, you know, whether it's batter, shatter, I'd rather not make fucking shatter, but uh, jams, whatever, whatever, you know, just high terpene profile shit, you know. Not so just what are the lit. first prod? Pri- products that we should expect to see from you guys have any the hit first the products yet? we just started on monday okay so, so. We're, we're about to hit the shelves you know we got to go through all the procedures you know so our first products are going to be distillate uh we've cartridges always or what yeah cartridges yeah okay yep yep through the shango brand so they'll be packaged as shango yes yeah so mm-hmm. they'll probably be at the shango store yeah absolutely we yeah. got some hyla carts out there too yeah so we've got another partnership that we've been doing uh, out in kalamazoo with an outfit called Kanamazoo, Michigan Mets. Yeah, I'm very familiar yeah, with Kyle yeah. and the gang. Yeah, Kyle's, yeah, was one Kyle's of my a good, good dude, man. Shout out the homie. Yeah, absolutely. It, he just laced me up with some Kyle of their uh, Jakua collab. Yeah, they got, some, they got some good stuff, man. It's going for premium prices on Leaflink, man. It's it's a good deal. Oh, I did. I just gave it to me. Their, their grower out there, Colin's a good, he's a good grower. <laughs> tell me though. Anyway, so they, uh, they're allowing us to be on their processing license. So we set up their C1D1 booth we designed their C1D1 operation. We're still building it out at this point. And once they build it, build it out, we're going to move in there too. And we're going to do Hyla brand uh, exclusively out of Kalamazoo. Out they of got, the building next door to their district. Yeah, they got a very sweet nice. building. Yeah, I was there. just there, literally. Yeah, huge ass place. Yeah, yeah, blast proof room for the C1D1 room, stuff like that. I mean, it's, it was an old ink building or something, I think. So, I mean, dude, it's set up perfectly for it. Yeah, so now they got That's like a, their own fucking private street. It's actually a real, mm-hmm. real cool setup. So how far out's that project? Uh, man, I was saying six months, six months ago. <laughs> Whatever we say, don't live. I mean, that's the way it is. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I just always like to watch, you know, look back and say, remember when this guy, we had him on here, he said two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, don't hold I mean, this to it, man. Of course man, class, class, one div one, class one div one's the hardest road in cannabis. I mean, it's the, the, the road that has the most regulations on it. To elaborate. In Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan. Sure. Well, well, I mean, soon to be nationwide. It's a little bit different story. Well, no, I mean, even less, in other states don't have the metric rules. They don't have the fucking bullshit Michigan has. Sure. So I just be, like to clarify to be, that though. for a mi- Soon to be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, these are, when you're working with hydrocarbon, you. Oh, for those type of regulations. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what yeah, I thought you meant, like metric regulations. No, 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 no. I'm talking about not class not one. Class one so, so, yeah, <laughs> talking about class one, div one. Let's you, explain yeah. that a little bit. So, C1D1 stands for class one, division one. Uh, it's dealing with high volatile solvents such as uh, butane, propane. Shit that makes you go boom. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Make and, it and, and, you know, back you know backdoor guys they've given us a bad name you know they've blown shit up it's not in your attic anymore let's put it that way yeah you know i mean well yeah should you be extracting dangerous gases in a residential neighborhood no probably not bro absolutely but here's the thing dangerous yeah but here's the thing you can cook a steak on a grill with propane with fire so what the fuck do you mix multiple gases with that sure propane propane you have mercaptans you have all kinds of shit how many grills blow up a year through uh oh I don't know. I'm you don't hear about them? I don't know. I, I bet you a lot, though. I, 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 I use, I use yeah, charcoal. Yeah, I'm curious. So. That's why I ask you. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know. I don't know guy. the stats. Uh. 
And I host the podcast. I just ask the questions. Yeah, I actually don't sure. know those ones. I don't know them either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll, my point to saying that is it's, you know, probably relatively unsafe to extract in a neighborhood. I mean, most people aren't going to have a C1D1 room in their house. I would, I would bet the stats on that are very slim. Um, so no, props so. to you for you know bringing it to a, a facility that's safe and doing it that way. Yep. Yeah, What's take, your favorite uh, extraction to make? If you're, if like I know you said you're going to do what the industry wants or what you know people demand, but if it was your call, what would you make? <clears throat> Me personally, I like the, uh, the the sugar crystal, like jam, applesauce, the high terpene profile. Why? Because I guess it, it, it retains like the natural state in that plant. So you, when you when you smoke or you dab, what uh, what are you going for? Are you going for like the gas stuff? Or are you going yeah. for fruit? What are you? I, are you I like gas. High terpene. I like gas. I like high terpene gas. You know, some fruit shit. You know, but I like the gas shit. Would you shit. rather dab or smoke? I like smoking flour right now, but I go through stages. But what about you? Dab or smoke? I don't dab. Yeah, I get too fucked up off it, man. Like I'm, I'm just that dude in the corner, just like, uh, you know, when I'm dabbing. Have you so. dabbed? A couple of times. What do, you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the, uh, do you prefer gassier fruit? I like fruit flavors. There was a strain around a long time ago, Mikado, and it was, it was that weed that you're walking through a concert at Pine Knob, mm. and you're like, oh damn, that's pineapple, citrusy, woo. That so haze. It was it, super haze. That strain's gone, but uh, it, that, that's what I like really is the fruit. You what know. do you hope to see your, yourself release? Like, are you hoping that you guys put out a lot of live resins? I know you're going to go yeah. off what the market wants, but what would you hope? I mean, live I don't feel like anyone sure. goes in this thing and like, fuck, I want to put out a lot of carts. I mean, I did because I'm, <laughs> I'm different, but you know, yeah, yeah. I feel like most people want to put out like, like the most pristine product. Yeah, I like sure. the live resins. Is that the goal? We've, we've, always, we've always strived for the, the most pure product that we can possibly get. Oh, we all got our own, I forget. Uh, me personally, I don't care what it is as long as people like it right. and as long as the bottom line keeps growing because that's really what's important. Yeah. If people like it, they'll buy it and they'll give you props for it and that's cool by me, man. How is, is Shango excited for this collab? What made Shango oh, reach out to Hyla? How did this relationship start? So uh, I ran into uh, Brian and James about four years ago. So. Um, our organization also has a gas and extraction supply company within our head shop and uh, through Bumblebee, extraction Bumblebee Gas and Extraction Supply. So through my so daughter. part of the shingle? Nope, nope. That's, that's a separate that, entity. Yep. That's you that's yourself. Kurt wears right. a million hats. So, he's, he's yeah, in, well, that's why I'm trying to, to say you. it for people understand so people don't go, oh, shingle's a butane yeah, company no. too. So Jay, Jay, here's the thing. So Kurt, if you grew up around here, you went to two places to get glass, paper, stuff. You went to the Plum Pit, or you went to BDT. Grew up around where? Here? Yeah, just here. Like so Pontiac? Brian and I are Rochester Mich guys. Like Metro Detroit. I grew up in Rouge, so I mean. Yeah, right on. Mm -hmm. But did you know but, BDTs? I had seen the name, but um, you know, I didn't really like I hadn't <laughs> been there where I was from, like there wasn't like the, you know, Puff, I think Puff Factory might right. have been one of the first mm -hmm. ones yeah. that came on. Plump it. But like we had some just local, like local stores that like our gas stations, bro, in River Rouge sell wheat. You yeah. know I mean? Like straight up they sell wax. Sure. Like, yeah. Normal gas stations. They don't sell gas, but they sell yeah. wheat. So, <laughs> so like, we're talking back you know, midnight, mid eighties. Oh, I'm mean? talking forever. This dude yeah. like when did, when did you start BDTs? Well, BDTs started in 1973 with, with my brother-in-law, and then I joined in 1982. The first time I heard of BDTs, I was working with a, um, a, mar a medical marijuana licensing place called uh, THCF, or THC, yeah, THCF, the Hemp and Cannabis Foundation. Okay. And they did events at the uh, Roseville, is that right? 
Could be. Yeah, we have yeah, a store in Roseville. So they had a yeah. Roseville location mm-hmm. that they would do events at. That's the only real reason I actually knew ah, the name. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they were one of the first ones that I remember, bro, to actually sell dabs. <laughs> so like glass pipes, <laughs> I just feel like those were in gas stations, like as far as I can remember as a kid, bro, even. That's for tobacco. But, like, but I'm from Roots, so it was different. You know what I mean? In for the sure. suburbs, that shit didn't happen. I know right. it didn't. Right. Right. So like. Different definition of a kid, too. When you were a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, I'm, I'm pushing 30 plus now, so I'm oh not young God. no more. I just look young. Um, it was it was a whole different world, you know that, bro. I'm mm-hmm. sure most anyone anyone I feel like 25 and up, it was a different world from when oh, we all grew up. Yeah, you know yeah. But point being, the first thing I remember that you guys sold that no one else sold was they made these um these fucking wax rigs that like you would you would put the wax inside of a little circle thing and you would heat it up and you would hit it on one end and it was how it was like the first wax pipe like I'd a ever seen. Collector, but it didn't yeah, it was like for right, old yeah. school hash yeah. almost like yeah. mm-hmm. and I remember I'd heat it, you know, people would crack them. It was all kinds of crazy shit. You looked kind of crazy using right. it, yeah. you know. It was like kind of <laughs> like whoa, it's that what's the smoke fucking smoking? Right. Right. That, um, but that was my memories mm-hmm. of BDT. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sorry to me to go so far. No, it's track. it's cool. cool Cuz a lot of people always ask they're like, well, what does BDT stand for? I know we're kind of getting off track a little bit, no, but no. B- BDT in its inception was the Buzzba. And the Buzzba was an opium den in Turkey. Oh my God. So yeah. that's in the 70s. That's People what ask me what BDT stands for, and I can never Buzzba. answer. So, so it, it, well, here's the Bob, other. David, and Tom, bro. No, <laughs> so, no, it's actually, it's actually, owners, it's Bob, actually and Bill and Denise <laughs> and Tobacco. So I shoot it in the dark was. and almost get it right. You did, honest to God. So when it, you know, in the 70s, uh, cannabis was still somewhat <laughs> acceptable to a certain extent. And um, I know law enforcement extent. Well, <laughs> Nixon, the 80s, Nixon the 80s really. Nixon and Reagan yeah, fucked up the for everybody. Was it the 80s? Yeah, the 80s Nixon is when Operation 80s, Headhunter, uh, Operation Pipe Dreams that How took Tommy Chong down. Operation Headhunter. That sounds real friendly, bro. That sounds like, <laughs> like that reminds me of somebody really wanting to work with me. Like, sure, right, motherfuckers right, talk yeah. about that's what's so funny about like, you when jobs. you look at government and like policing and shit. Like, motherfuckers always want to sell people on like rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to get you ready to go back into society yep. and then name the project Headhunter. How many people will survive headshots? Like, bro, think about what you're calling the program. Like, yeah, we're going to rehabilitate him with a with a shot to the head. Right. Oh, yeah. He'll be good in the next life. Don't yeah. worry. Just Just give him some money. Well, continue on with your no, and that's crazy what, ass so, DEA shit. So, that, and that's Bob actually and Tom. Operation Headhunter and Operation Pipe Dream is... Operation Buried Alive. The, that's <laughs> like, the program that took down Tommy Chong. I mean, we were yeah, yeah, BDTs, yeah, okay. which then the had evolved to Bill and Denise's tobacco shop. Because in the 80s, that was still somewhat tobacco was still so the war acceptable. on glass. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll take down the glass. There's a war on everything. There was. I mean, it was demonized oh, yeah. for a long I mean, oh, yeah. it, technically, Kurt, had, he's a pioneer of the industry. I mean, well, yeah, he, it's funny he, because a lot of the yeah. old heads, bro, always talked about that. Like, when you first, like, I think back, bro, when the, mar- med- all right, so funny story, bro. When I first got my medical marijuana card or, you know, allegedly got my card, whatever you want to say, um, an old head, and the term old head meaning like mm-hmm. the older generation, that's what we call sure. them, Rouge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the old heads would always tell us like, look, bro, you're really not that smart for getting that marijuana card. They're going to put you on a list and they're going to come get everybody. A million and times, it was the man. same dudes that before this, though, it's you're like the Jews it. getting tagged. Bro, it's the American. same dudes, though, this is what's funny, that would, that would say like, you know, these guys selling glass, 
they're going to come get them. Mm -hmm. And it was all because somebody, like you said, got in Tommy Chong, whoever it was, got in a lot of trouble yeah, over that. Yeah, he did. He did like, jail time for that. It's yeah. so funny. Not funny. I'm sorry. It's sad. No. But like, you look back and it's like you can't even help but be like, dude, what in the actual fuck was going on in America? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because if you think about it, in 20 years, they'll probably look back at how cannabis was regulated now and say the Laugh. same thing. Like, Laugh. bro, wasn't that shit like something you could grow in your backyard? Right. Like, it's just going to be funny to well, see. And then that's how it's kind of evolved out west. I mean, how like, could it be any loose? than it is now. <laughs> you know, oh, it's gonna get a lot. I mean, bro, I, honestly, I, I, what hey, I always tell people what, on my lives is like, until, like, and me and Sapple, big shout out Sapple Worldwide for always being the homie. I always tell people until we, and Sapple said the same shit, until, until we can walk around and smoke these, like we can smoke joint. Bro, why can a motherfucker smoke a cigarette outside of a bar that like knowingly is gonna kill him and the motherfucker standing next to him, but I can't smoke a joint that at worst case scenario, it's gonna make me hungry or give me a cough. It's definitely not gonna hurt the dude next to me, mm -hmm. but it's not accepted. Like, and it goes back now. to like the mind state and what we're put into believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can go it's to go demonized. to Vegas, Cali. Yeah, you can in certain places, mm -hmm. but no, bro, go to like Salt Lake, Utah, or shitholes like that. And oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. there. Bro, they will string you up in front of the town. Yeah, and it's sure. like, how can that be? Because if I did that with a cigarette and alcohol, I would just be the drunk that people kind of look mm -hmm. at. But if I do it with uh -huh. weed, I'm actually like a criminal. Like you're gonna compare me to like you know why, people Jay? in jail. That's crazy, it's bro. Been, it's been demonized mm -hmm. since the 1930s, reefer badness. Right, you know? for the whole, for the, you could look back so, at the whole reason, back to the hemp and rope. It's for just sure. sad, yeah, it's yeah. Like, And that was corporate back sad. then, we all know that. We watched the reefer madness shit, sure. you know? Yeah. That's why and, we stay here. Instead of going someplace like in well, bro, I, Alabama, like, you I get know, in no arguments with people. Alabama. <laughs> well, no, and I, I get mean, arguments I, with I people. I won't man. visit towns like that. Motherfuckers yeah. will be like, Why? oh, you won't come to Texas. Why? We got the dopest shit in Texas. Bro, I get caught in Texas. It's a wrap. <laughs> like, They'll probably put you to death somehow. Bro, no, they won't because I won't go there. I won't do none of that shit <laughs> to understandable. me. They won't I'm do surprised, none of that though. Uh, Texas. We travel on PJs, bro, and I wouldn't go there. Like, legitly, like... And I don't mean that like on some bragging shit. Like I'm honest to God scared. I mean that on a, like, bro, I Texas, Alabama. No, but, I just all I'm all good taken on, on that. Medical. They've yeah. taken on medical. They've taken on medical. I'm surprised though. Yeah, I'm surprised. but let's talk about that, bro. When a state took on medical, that doesn't always mean it. Look at New York. They still had numerous arrests when they had wrecked. For sure. I'm gonna let that shit settle for a couple months after it happens, and then I'll mm -hmm. coast into town. Just because, like, you know, you, me, all of us have names for marijuana in another state, we are definitely the prime suspect if we go to those states. For sure. So I'm just gonna chill on that. You know, places like Florida, I loved. I was scared to death, dude, to go to Florida until like a year ago. Mm -hmm. I feel like the governor there made a lot of a lot of steps forward for marijuana, allowed the program to develop. I mean, they held it back somewhat, yeah. but I don't feel like now when I'm there that if, you know, the cops are just waiting to take me down, right. like, Bro, I, Florida used to be a scary ass oh, place. Oh, fuck yeah, my homie got busted with an ounce and they fucking acted like it was like fucking 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Probably still right, can be a dangerous place. Oh, and it can. You go to the uh, back backwards towns in Florida, it is. But you Florida, go to like Naples, in. these towns that have developed, even Lee County can be iffy, but they're just, now it's like, bro, if you don't have like a ton, they're, they're cool. You get caught mm -hmm. with a couple ounces, yeah, it's still bad news for you, bro. But you got like an ounce or a pen or something, it's not gonna be like that. But five years ago, ha, bye. Yeah, and that's it's like all they wanted you to do time. It's Those like, are adaptations. Yeah, fucking crazy Ad shit. Adaptations to that. You know, we went right. through that back in 08. I have a buddy who got busted by the fucking DEA for six, 56 plants. 56 fucking plants. Nothing else. That was it. Back in 08, right before medical became legal. 
So within a month, he would have been fined for 56 plants, DEA. Well, unfortunately, the stigma, I mean, overall, the stigma, even especially in the state of Michigan, I mean, the, the, the police don't want to prosecute. There's there's no public. The public yeah. is tired of people well, being persecuted, too. And, and maybe it goes city by city. Like, for example, Hazel Park, they haven't had a cannabis arrest in like three years. Why? Because they know all their constituents. I mean, we got eight provisioning centers now in, in Hazel Park. So... And hopefully the transition is going to con just continue to happen throughout the state. And it's going to be less and less as the Michigan public perception and stigma lessens. Michigan, excluding like Oakland, Oakland County had always been, I feel like, a little more <laughs> lax. Not like saying they were great, but like compared to other places you look at, you know, you look at places like Indiana, there's like, you know, you don't fucking, you're done. There, you're there's no medical, there. there's no. Even yeah, Illinois yeah. was like a hard one to come <laughs> yeah. on, bro. So I. I mean, I don't like, I'm not like, yeah, we did it perfect here, but it's definitely better here yeah. than it is in a couple places. Right. That ass jammed up in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Illinois, I think, is going to be the next big market because administratively, the government, yeah, the but governor like, took look, on. It, it is and it isn't because when states set up programs that are too restrictive, you set up guaranteed flourishing black markets. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Illinois right is a setup for flourishing black market. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, for sure. if you look at like, let's just compare states. Like, let's just go through them really fast. AZ has super lax rules. Oh, absolutely. That's set up for people to succeed. Mm -hmm. Like people yeah. can say, oh no, Can't that's set that. up for criminal shit. Mm -hmm. Not really because the tax dollars that are gonna be made from every product goes back into the community of Arizona. So mm -hmm. really, it, it's no matter, even if it, some questionable shit happened, it's still the state that's gonna proceed because they're gonna make money on the end sale. When you look at states like, yeah, and I'm just, I'm not dogging on Michigan, but when you look at states like Michigan and they add more and more restrictive rules to a metric program, they're not hurting, you know, they're not hurting the black market by doing that. No. The, the fucking street no. people do not go, hey, bro, they, they said that this shit needs to be more tested. We gotta, we gotta really <laughs> fucking dial it in. Nobody does not. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So by doing that, they actually make it harder for licensees to compete. I'm not saying lax testing is the right way to go, but you know, making super intensive rules about transport, about mm -hmm. how much someone can buy, about the taxes, that fuels mm -hmm. a black market or gray market, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So the real way to do that is to make it where it's accessible for the masses. So if you know the masses in your area can only afford to spend $50, what can mm -hmm. you do to make it where they can spend that at a shop and everyone is able to eat. And that's the question that no one's sure, been able no, to answer because it's not an answerable yeah. question because if sure. you have huge overhead of employees, you have taxes, you have licensing, you know, there's just fucking fees forever. Well, mm -hmm. as, as soon as 280E is abolished with the Safe Bank Explain Act, what that is. So For people who don't know, explain what 280E IRS, is. IRS 280E was put in the tax code probably in the late 70s, early 80s for the drug dealers, specifically in Miami. So it's and, a section of the yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of your tax paperwork that the IRS requires you to fill out if you're selling well, marijuana. If yeah, specifically, but it was it was put in to because the cocaine dealers in Miami built the city of Miami. They they built all these towers and everything in Miami off cocaine money, and then the federal government said not allowed to launder that money in Miami. So 280, bam. So we can't write off our cost of goods sold. Yeah, they, yeah. We get destroyed mm -hmm. by taxes because of it. Especially I will give PCs. Michigan credit for one <laughs> thing. There's only a 10% excise tax 
And, oh, and they, they've, kept, they've kept the state taxes at about a minimum as you can to Michigan generate revenue. Michigan made huge strides because like we can talk about positive Michigan stuff. I wasn't trying sure. to just point out negative stuff. I was mm -hmm. just That's comparing cool. markets. So Michigan, if you look at it in, in, a, in a striving, like, you know, like making forward progress has actually done a lot. Because think about like when you first watch Michigan do licensing, you had a group of five people that hated cannabis mm -hmm. making calls on who was allowed to be licensed for and cannabis. We passed five to Sh nothing. Sh Shango, five uh, to and of nothing course. on that board. They voted us in five to nothing. And you know, and they did mm -hmm. for certain people that they, no offense, liked or people that had mm -hmm. solid backgrounds, but people that had you know <clears throat> small hiccups. I had friends that got dude that were legally in trouble when they were fourteen years old that that got brought up. Yeah. Like that's crazy. My my buddy who's now thirty six, who got in trouble at fourteen for fireworks, is probably not a criminal. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. you know, for that to even be brought up is disgusting. That wouldn't have been brought up on a building license. That wouldn't Absolutely. have been brought up on any other fucking license. So, mm -hmm. um, my point where I'm going with this is actually funny. So Michigan started out with fucking no, no, yes, yes, no, 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 no. Now. People are able to kind of flow through the process mm -hmm. a lot easier. There's not a million no's. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you you know you were they selling crack five mm -hmm. years ago and got convicted, yeah. yeah, you're not getting a license. Yeah, they changed the regulations um, for dude, sure. But they made it where you can, where more people are able to you know why legally. Yeah. You know why when, when we went through you know, the licensing they process, needed the they people from me. the traditional market. State trooper called. Me. They needed the. Go, tell the story. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry, bro. I, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, when we went through the licensing process for phase one. The state trooper called me at like 7.45 in the morning. I was like, well, hello? And he asked me about something that I did in 1995. So I was like a junior in high school in 1995. Okay. I, think I, I think I got my car towed. Yeah, we're old. So let, and dude, he asked me about like, down, hey, bro. what let's happened? Let's break this down. How old like, are you now? 43. Okay, would you make half the decisions that you made back then now? Fuck no. Okay, would you, would you say that you don't no have even any one of the same thought process you had back then? No. I smoke weed, so yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, would you, would you say you behave different than you do now? When you were 14, did you, do you behave differently? Well, I think every 10 was, years you change. That was 16 when I had my car told me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So how in the hell would that even be relevant? Yeah, no shit. Like, okay, now it. maybe if you murdered somebody, bro, or you know, hey, you were caught selling like fucking five ounces of heroin on school grounds, yeah, that might be, you know, something we should talk about. But bro, we're talking about shit that is so irrelevant to marijuana and the question of your character that it's disgusting that it was even brought up. And it was only brought up because it was marijuana. And we have to get past where that doesn't happen for me at least to feel like the true <laughs> achievements in life have happened. That's just, you know, my opinion. Well, and and I'm props to you for getting yeah. a license, bro. We but that's though. crazy mm -hmm. that they called you at 745, mm -hmm. that that was something they were worried about, dude. So I got a better Apparently. story. I got a better yeah, story, <laughs> if I can interject. So no, Shango, the first time around, so five five partners, two partners that uh, actually were the founders of Shango, uh, Brandon Rexroad and Shane McKee. So our first uh, go around through the board, the board of five, uh, Brandon has the same name as his father. We submitted documentation because his father with the same name had an issue. So they address that, Don Bailey. Total disrespect towards Don Bailey, by the way. He's, <laughs> he's an asshole. Um, nice. Um, they speak freely on here, baby. And he, every, every license Tell them how you really up, feel. No, no, no. So, 
Okay, but here's yeah. the kicker. Okay, so we already knew Don Bailey was going to be an asshole sure, and he was going to yeah. say no. So he brought up the Gary Rex Road and the whatever he had Tell to say. Tell him how you really feel. <laughs> so um, one of our other partners had fishing tickets, multiple having too many fish in his boat. They brought it up and denied our license based on the fishing tickets. And then also Brandon Rexroad's father doing something where we submitted paperwork. So that's the kind of shit that went on. I think he's definitely a criminal. Oh yeah. We need need to definitely call and get the Shango license taken out because this guy is known to do Mm. dangerous shit in fishing. You know what that equates to? Too many fish in the boat means too many joints in the packages that aren't tracked by the metric system and all that other stuff that falls. Because that's the kind of thinking that they're, they had, you know, that's the thinking that they had. Wow. You know, if you have a propensity for putting too many fish in the boat, you have too you many. I you zoom in on my face expression. <laughs> right, the crossovers, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of thought process they had Damn. because they didn't understand cannabis. So that was the first. Oh, so you mean we've got people that don't understand cannabis making cannabis decisions? Absolutely. Because the law was always right prior to, you know, 2008. They knew that things were bad. You know, we could go through that whole discussion that took place since, you know, the the 30s, 40s about why cannabis was terrible for the Mm -hmm. community. But fortunately, the second go around, we actually had to hire the former Lara um, attorney, Shelly Egerton, who props to Shelly, who did a great job that was able to communicate with uh, Andrew Brisbane and the whole... uh, group uh, at the marijuana licensing and regulatory agency to get us our license. But it costed us six months and another $30,000 worth of licensing uh, attorney fees to get finally get our license. You know, the MRA has an Instagram. I didn't know that. They're verified. Oh. And they follow only one dispo. Seriously. I know a lot about the internet. Which Motor is? City Kush is the only dispo they follow, which is closed. I was going to say that was really? closed. That's it's the right. only That's one right they follow. Yeah. Like you would think Brandon, they would follow John. all the dispos and like yeah. cannabis shit. Yeah. Nah. They follow like, you know, the yeah. governor and like three other people <laughs> and then randomly Motor City. I always joke I with, uh, that, I joke with uh, one of my friends who worked there. I'm like, bro, if I ever run into the MRA person, I'm like, I would tell them to follow Come my page, up. but I'm like, I don't really actually want them to. Mm-hmm. I was like, but it's kind of funny that they don't follow like the cannabis people. Like, dude, if I worked for the state, I would be like, mm, let's follow the dispos. Like, clearly that's my job, mm-hmm. but guess not. Well, I tell you what, they, they follow everyone else because when we launched the uh, Tommy Chong brand, um, we did a press release. Well, yeah, they're cracking down. The rumor yeah. is on uh, oh, brand the, deals that brand aren't deal approved, but they haven't approved yeah. any. So just so you know, they're cracking down on branding deals. Mm-hmm. But they haven't approved wait, any. Wait a second. So the state gets to authorize what brands you can so bring So you in have to submit a branding mm-hmm. deal to the state. So say I'm the licensee holder and mm-hmm. Hilo wants to come fuck with me. You have to submit paperwork. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to wait till it gets you approved, to, supposedly. You're fucking But joke. they haven't approved any. Oh, no, absolutely not. Oh, bro. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, we have Mr. Shango. Yeah, let's we let's, let's get right in the middle of a private business deal. That's, well, no, no, no. Yeah, because it's, ba- it's back. What they're trying to do is eliminate the straw man from um, from a relationship. So if you have a licensing or branding deal yeah. with an organization, they want to make sure that that licensing deal is legit. Just like the you know, the Tommy Chong That's relationship with MKX. They MKX can't be larger than 10% in the licensing deal. Otherwise, they're considered a managing entity of that organization. So uh, anything yeah, but less- there, there, that's that becomes a real weird situation because mm-hmm. there's a lot of argumentable parts to that because bro, all right, let's play a hypothetical game, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I jump online, okay? I buy, um, I buy 
baby, baby love packaging, right? Mm -hmm. I load all my wax in that and I sell it. Now, baby love packaging decides he's gonna charge me $19 for that packaging. I don't give a shit, I wanna pay it. Right. Am mm -hmm. I allowed to make that call? And if so, I'm buying packaging from him and you know where he's right. at? He's in China. Sure. So he sure as hell can't yep. be on my license because he doesn't even know mm -hmm. what, what it is he's selling to me, honestly, bro. Yep. He's, you know, he thinks he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. So how does that work? And that's part of the quagmire that the MRA or MMRA or uh, Mertma, everybody's got to figure out. How does that relate to the licensing deals? And like you said, you yes, know those guys? Uh, who's that? The state people? Oh, my wife's the attorney for the company. I mean, we do. I would with like them you to do me a massive favor. Regular. Let's invite them here to a comes. podcast. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. Not here. Yes. There it is. Not here. But let's do a podcast at like Challenge a hotel, a I'll rent it. Absolutely. And let's actually garage. talk to them about like topics. And I'm not gonna blaze them. I promise no. I would never do that. Um, they gotta let me smoke <clears> a vape <throat> pen because people will be like, bro, you gotta be able to smoke. But that let's do that with them. No. You, me, and the state people that you can mm -hmm. get. Mm -hmm. And I can even give them the questions ahead of time. That mm -hmm. way they don't feel like I'm gonna blindside I, them. I think that and would I be think great. that would be awesome oh, and a oh, lot of fun. To have, and I think they're more receptive to doing that There's now. No way because, they would do that. Oh, I, 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 really? I think they would. I think you they You think they're, they're mad enough? I absolutely do. No, they want, I mean, we will give them the questions yeah. prior and agree not to go off those questions. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. If I wouldn't do that, Fuck no, they're not. They're not going to sure. let you For come sure. out and be yeah. like, no, no, no. watch this. Well, it, no. and, and it, it, it actually yeah. helps them clarify a lot of the yeah. points Why that people would they have not? out there. I mean, if, if you have cultivators, no. processors. Get tripped up somehow by someone like you. you, you know? I mean, and, and like, I'm going to stress to them, or I like, I'm sure he will, that every dispo in the state's going to see it. So mm -hmm. you're going to answer a lot of questions for a lot of people. And we'll keep it professional so they can put it out as, mm -hmm. an, as an informational answer. Bro, we don't need to have, we don't have to have none of the stuff on the table. Like, it literally can be a question and answer. Because I want to help a my shop friends, you guys, the growers and processors. Like, Thank let's you. get this stuff answered, yeah, or see sure. where they stand. And if they're not thinking about it, let's try to get them to see it from our standpoint, and maybe like have them understand. Like, we put money in their pocket. When you help us compete with <clears throat> the black market or the gray market, and we're not asking you to go and arrest them, we're asking you to just let us do stuff that should be normally and allowed. Everyone's happy. Why not allow uh, it? I think they would be very receptive to that because the next big issue coming up in Michigan is the uh, delivery services. Yeah. I mean, that's huh. you know that's the next big yeah. battle. Ease, uh, Joyology, M. Dot, Lantern. That's the next big fight that's coming up in Michigan. And sure. I see we Just all explain what you mean because I'm sure ninety percent of the people don't know what you're talking so about. So you see the Ease billboards everywhere now. Okay, okay. Ease operates in one state in the country, that's California. They're trying to get their delivery services into Michigan. To nice deliver, to deliver like cannabis, you have to be an employee of a provisioning center, a retail store. So Ease, to the best of my knowledge, and I put that disclaimer on there, has tried to So go how much can a delivery driver have? $3,000, yeah, of product. They, so who decides what $3,000, is that based on Wholesale or based on retail, retail price, value? Yeah. Retail price and leaving so the provisioning much. center. And, and the, I don't know if you've heard this Is that term. an insurance deal? Is that an insurance right. liability? It, like I think it's more of a Mer 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 yeah, yeah. the uh, Michigan, Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency with the adult use. So it's $3,000 and it's based on, they've used this analogy. Right now we have the pizza <clears throat> delivery model where your driver goes out with one pizza, he delivers it, he goes back, okay? In 
some scenarios, the delivery, they want to create a delivery license where you can act like a ice cream truck model. So you're leaving the retail center loaded up with all types of product and then you're getting calls. You know, come come bring this to me, come bring this to me. Mm-hmm. And that's not what a lot of the retailers have structured their business model on. That happens, that's the way it should if that be happens, done. If that happens, we better have nice dreams. Right, we, we the better. ice cream truck, yes. <laughs> you can make it happen, let's no, do it. <laughs> it, it. No, but it's all it's all part of, you know, we built a business model and we're approved <laughs> on, you know, uh, we approved on a certain model and now everything's getting changed <laughs> yeah. up, so. What would the trucks look like? Green. Ice cream truck. An ice cream truck, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Half ounce of this, let's quarter of that, yeah, some pre rolls. They'd be getting robbed. They'd be getting robbed, robbed left and right, man. People, oh, yeah, there's some <laughs> fucking. That, that ice could cream be truck. the next big battle. Let's rob but that but shit. I love your idea of bringing. I really think you could get somebody on your, on your show. I think they would be dope, willing man. to do that under you know some ground rules. I think they would love to do that. And I think clarifying it for. Not only all your viewers, I, I, I well, think Well, come out there and be a referee, yeah. bro. I'm okay. not going to roast them. You know them. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll host Kurt it knows gladly. Everybody. Kurt knows and, everybody. And uh, we'll fill out some paperwork ahead of time and we'll make it happen. I, I and, think uh, you should. I we'll think get, We'll post a lot of info yeah. and we'll get it out to everyone. Okay. Sure. All right, my, my wife, Tracy Gore, the attorney, you're in charge of that. Contact your people at, the, the, at the MRA. I love it. <laughs> Contact the people at the MRA and discuss with them how we can get them in Do you know the MCMA people also? <laughs> I do. We, we actually, we met with the MCMA people. when Shane I would before. like you to extend an open invite to whatever his name is, the guy who goes and does their interviews. So Steve Lindon, is that how you say uh, it? Steve Linder. I would like you to yeah. extend an open invite invite to the blaze can of podcast with this gentleman another one that i'll probably do off-site um uh at a place or maybe we'll do it here but i'd like you to invite him again i will submit a question log i do not plan to insult him or do anything Mm -hmm. i want to ask simple questions that i feel a lot of people would like Mm -hmm. to know and i feel it'd be a great time for him to explain where the mca really stands mm-hmm. versus where people currently believe they stand right and, and i think and again disclaimer on my behalf we met with the mcma and we believe that wasn't for us uh, shango has no part of that i absolutely absolutely we not. can say no, that right now no, shango is zero no. part of that hyla is zero part of that fuego is zero part of that we've never fucked with them <clears throat> yeah we've never even met them but as you said you may have met them but you chose absolutely not for you we just never fucked with them ever. yep yeah. So, so, and obviously this week, Randy Bachman and uh, Pleasantries resigned their their membership. And yeah, we're no part of that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> shout and, out to the Cloud King, homie. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm happy. No, to see that would be yeah. whether Steve Linder or not would would take this invitation. I don't know. He's kind of hiding in the shadows and having all well, of this. Well, this is a great time for, yeah. or have anyone, anyone from that group that wants to come speak Damn. on behalf of that group is more than Ruthless. invited here. And like yeah. I said. I don't bring people out and roast this them, even people I don't ruthless. like. Mike Elias with Common Citizen, Woo. I mean, I think he's the next, they're part of the MCMA. Bring I your think, ass on out here. I think you should. I, I think to define their status in the market and how they feel their positions wow. could help the market. Um, again, the invitation's coming from born. this man. I'm just Ooh. mentioning names of people that no, I've No, I'm inviting with. them, 100 million yep. percent, mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so. I'll do and what like I can. I said, I'll not, try to work my There will not be any any hostility. There will not be any name calling. There. I'm not. I will have the list yeah. submitted to them. If there's questions they can't have asked, we'll treat it just like a Congress meeting. They can literally tell me no, and we'll move the hell mm-hmm. on, or we won't even ask it. No, yeah. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not an asshole. I mean, I get why they don't want to go on certain podcasts mm-hmm. and do it. I get it. It won't happen here. Uh, I, 
Yeah, well, here here on fifty nine minutes, and I'm just we try to have a you know a good dialogue. You like that one? I do. Um, <laughs> so continuing on, Hila, what is next? Yeah. Like, what what do we see next from you guys? Uh, when is the drop at Shango happen? What's going on? Fill us in on that. We went so far off track, yeah. which was awesome. Reminds yeah, me like okay. a Rogan podcast. I love so it. It's cool with me. Sh Shango is going to be at least a month out before we drop, just because of. Is it a big drop? Is it just carts? Is it wax? Like what comes? Bro? Yeah. So uh, first batch is just going to be carts. Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's bless. what they want to do. They, they want to get those carts right. in the Everybody does carts, yeah. man. That's, yeah. that's, you know, next to flour, that's your number one selling item in a dispo. So when you look at it from what's needed in the market, out. that's what it is. Yeah. So we'll, you know, we're, we're in the market for some uh, fresh frozen, you know, some, some preferably indoor fresh frozen. Oh, you don't want some outdoor, huh? No, especially from no. like two years ago or whatever. You know? <laughs> I know just the people to call if you did. A couple um, hundred bucks a pound. I can pound. take it, but... <laughs> You know, we'll figure out what to do with it. Hey, 200 bucks a pound, yeah, and, and all the a, outdoor you can give us. And a great plug for no, these guys. No, I'll take it. No, I'm just kidding. A great plug for these guys. I mean, no, no, with, no. with Shango, I mean, bringing us. them in we'll and then looking at all day long. what we're going to do beyond the carts. I mean, and this is where these guys are at. I mean, beyond the carts. What, yeah, we want to show our talent. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, that's what I was asking. Yep. How yeah. long till the talent showing comes? got to find some quality got, biomass yeah. out there. Yeah. That's, that's really we're, we're starting. We're starting good in, to good see better bio. I've been trying to buy as much as possible, bro. So I literally always like. We're starting to see better growers out there, though. You know, it, yeah. it, it took a minute to, to kind of catch up, but we're starting to see that. So we're hoping to have some nice products to put out there. Yeah, the woods out in Kalamazoo, they're fucking premium growers. Those guys are really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. some good growers in Metro. <laughs> shout out Skunk Works, by the way. Yeah. And shout out the homie High Tech for lacing me with good weed and uh, the refinery for holding it on, holding nice, it down nice, for me. For sure. Those are all the homies. I recommend yeah. you guys check them out. Besides yeah. Shango, of course. Oh, Fair enough. Thanks. So um working we on see some you guys, solventless. You know? we, okay, will yeah. we see you guys enter the cannabis cup next year? Sure. I mean if it's it's a cannabis know. cup? Yeah, so they this, still do that? Yeah, they had a virtual yeah. cup this year. I actually yeah. wound up getting a uh, judge kit. Man, I feel like every time I say this shit, I had to shout someone out. Shout out House of Dank for always making sure I got cool for shit. Sure. The flower judge kit this year had some cool shit in it. Uh my favorite would probably be the pressure packs. I don't know, the runs in it was fire. Local girls entries are pretty good. Um I smoked a little bit from green. Is it green koi? Do I, am I saying it right, Garrett? Green koi? Green koi. Green koi. I always say this shit yeah. wrong, bro. I'd be like talking to their bud tenders and they're like, no, bro, it's not that. <laughs> I think I've seen those guys in vape shops. So they're in Douglas. D8. They're actually a dispo in Douglas. There's like nobody around them. Yeah. I think new standards coming to town though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so what else is new, man? What else is coming? He I mean, said solventless. How far out? How far out is good wax? Like, let's so presumably this, pretend you find a contract. Can people expect sixty days to see it at Shango? Yeah. Like, let's I'd get people so. excited, man. I'd say so. Yeah, I'd, even forty-five, maybe. It all depends on what we can find out there right now in metric and what we can get, like quality biomass. I mean, I'm not going to go in for something that's garbage just to try to get some fucking wax out there. You know. I'm, we're trying. The other thing with solventless is you can't filter out the mycotoxins like you can with hydrocarbons. So yep. you're going to run into that problem as well, you know? So yep. it's kind of a so catch 22. You can't remediate. What are you going to remediate it to? You know, you yeah. get a bunch of. Well, I'm sure you don't want to be selling remediated shit anyway. No, Absolutely not. not. You know no. what I mean? That's but not, I mean, there's, that's no, there's nowhere you can go with it. You know? So let's ask you guys a couple of just random questions, bro, yeah. that I know a lot of people talk about. What's your thoughts on CRC? 
will we will we see it from you guys at all? Is it not happening? Are you for it? You think it's fucked up? Like, what's your thoughts on it? I like CRC to a certain extent. I don't want to overdo it because. So you, you feel you, that what are you feel there's benefits to it? Absolutely, yeah. What, yeah. what do you see as the so, benefits to it? Dread Pirate, shout out to him. You know, yeah, right he's, on. He's we brought that we brought that cat call. in here before. Yeah. What's COVID. his name? Dread, Dread Pirate. Pirate. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dread yeah. Pirate. Yeah. Dread Pirate. So him and Mercy Murray. You know, we've we've. Before the COVID hit, we've set up some CRC classes. We did one with Dread, but we we're going to yeah. do one with Murphy. Those Murray. are straight up GLG connects. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shout out Good Future, Good yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Shout where where future, you at, Future? Bro. Come on. Yeah. You got to come on this so, podcast in person. Then we'll uh, go bass fishing. Let's man. make that happen. Bro. I got some Future's great bass spots. Future, bring me some more of them <clears throat> craft beers. For real? Future's we, I don't know. Michigan's <laughs> got great craft beers as well. Nah, Future's got the craft beers on lock. He got the I crazy I see him. Ones. I see him. Actually, shout out Jake, our processor. He's been lacing me with all the 450 Brewing ones. For sure. So yeah. I've been drinking a bunch of them. They're pretty good. Well, they're popular right now. They are. <laughs> so continue yeah. on. So, uh, you know, CRC is basically refinement. You know, if you want to further refine your 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 crude or whatever. So you when somebody call it, says fucking CRC tastes mm -hmm. all the same, is mm -hmm. that true or is it that not does. true? Yes. You gonna no, argue no. with your man? For sure. Uh you said for sure. All right. Uh how does it you does, can't deny it, it, it's it's over refinement, you know, because we're talking about uh nonpolar and polar compounds. So uh by nature THC is a nonpolar compound and you're dealing with polar compounds to pull out the uh non one you know, the unwanted. So uh, with that, you're also going to retain some of the terpenes that, that stay along with that. So you will lose terpene profile. So you can, there's, there's a threshold for everything is my, my point. So there can be good CRC in your opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Look at Murphy Murray. Is it look white it. or is it not white? Um, we've, we've done some refinement that has pure clarity and has some fire ass terpene profile to it as well when it tastes like filter why is that Thank you. because you're retaining those certain terpene profiles that are going through uh and not in and not getting picked up with your media i'm a buyer at a i'm a buyer at a dispensary mm -hmm. your product is crc how do i know what it that it's not going to taste that way. Not your product, any product. Mm -hmm. Is there a way you can look at a CRC product by smell anything that you can tell somebody who's watching who doesn't buy CRC because they go, that shit tastes like fucking filter. What, <laughs> what can they look at to not feel like it tastes like fucking filter? Can they smell something like I'm asking because yeah, a lot of sure, people. Yeah, no, I understand. What shit is this? So oh, this is Zookies. I said THCA. I'm gonna roll some of this in the joint. Continue on. So a lot of times the uh, the lemonine uh, smell will come through with that, so it'll have that same like lemonine, you know, uh, maybe pining uh, flavor to it, smell to it, and that's a high indicator. So of over of over refinement. So so if they smell that, it's bad news bear. In, in my opinion. Okay. Hey. Take take wise of that because my man says it's worth trying and maybe we're trying. I mean, I've been doing extracting for quite a while, so 
Has CRC been around a while and people just so, didn't realize it? CR, all right. Here's the interesting fact about CRC For is uh, it, it, it's a crossover from chromatography. So I made distillate back five, six years ago. We had to we had to do chromatography to remediate all the bullshit that people were giving us. The so people were spraying their shit with Michael Butanol, the the Eagle and whatnot. And uh, so we had to remediate that shit. Well, because of Future 4200, we learned how to do that, you know. So uh, uh, chromatography has been around for a long time. Now, somebody thought in their mind, we're going to keep that in a single solvent solution. We're going to keep it in a solution and we're going to use a media and wash it through there to remediate the unwanteds from there and collect our wanteds in our collection pot. So th that's where CRC essentially came from. Interesting. Yeah. And, and Murphy Murray has got it down to, to chromatography as far as... Can CRC be done on solventless? I don't... If somebody figures out a way, let me know because I'd fucking love to know. I've, That's I've, a it's great been, question. I've, yeah, it's been uh, sleepless yeah, nights yeah. Uh, figuring, mm -hmm. trying to figure mm -hmm. that out. But how are you going to do it? Same question to you. Not the CRC is solventless. Your thoughts on CRC? Explain them, please. Don't just say it sucks or it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fucking dab. Great so. setup. No, but he can have thoughts on the ex ex part of it. He's part of the group. He. I think CRC is a, a great way to make pure product. Mm -hmm. And then if you find good can of terps or, you know, naturally distilled botanical terps and you add them back into it, it could be a good product and doesn't, wouldn't taste like a filter, as you said. On the storefront location, mm -hmm. do you see people asking if it's CRC now? Has that begun to happen? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of, but the, the talk about solventless mm -hmm. and now can, uh, cannabis-derived terpenes, those are terms that are really starting to be asked on a, on a daily basis. The live resin yeah. carts. That's, yeah. that's what I want. That's the only mm -hmm. card I'll smoke is the live resin cart. Do, or people, live resin. do people ask that in the store now? Do they, do they, are they beginning to know a difference? I think they are. Yeah, especially the solventless because everybody's uh, now understanding that a lot of these products have uh, flammable gases and other products uh, used to refines. And so do you me, feel a, a majority of adult use buyers don't understand the process in a vape cart and wax? 90% uh, of them don't. Don't I understand mean, it. Every time we take anybody that has never seen the inside of a processing facility, they are absolutely blown away. Would you yeah. agree with that? I would like to debunk this myth. Would you agree the, with that? I'm sorry, I didn't uh, go, repeat yeah. that. Oh, the, when they go into processing facilities. 90% of people, adult use consumers, don't know the process in which these products are made. Would you agree with that statement? I would 100% agree with that. And here, solventless and all these other, these, these are marketing terms. Because in, in my but how world, about, hold on, time out. If they're marketing terms, if he, we're, we just mm -hmm. said on the same note, not to argue with you, but we just said they don't understand what the, like the process. So isn't solventless a sense describing the process? Well, don't you think when you say solvent, don't you think of bad things, you know, oh, that you I wouldn't mean, want to smoke? I, I, I feel like I couldn't really answer the question only because I spend my whole life doing cannabis. So it's not really fair to ask me. Sure. What do you think when you think solvent? Does that make you think that? I think you better get it all out of the product before I dab it. B, what do you think when you th hear solvent? If someone, solvent. Said, if someone said, B, this product's made with solvent, would you be nervous? Would you be, ma'am? 
Would you be? Would you be? Tiff, would you be? So actually, okay, so a majority, yeah. I, I was so, trying to get a, a group consensus. No, so, no. So, so yeah. So, yeah. so essentially these are marketing terms that they're using. Um, in, we, in licensed facilities, in the PCs, when you smoke a vape cart, these are below detectable levels that is, when you're using solventless, when you extract solventless, if it's water, you know, that's, that's technically a solvent. So where do you, you know, terpenes are a solvent. So where do you define that line? It's but, just market terms. But I, I think a lot of times with, and Jay brought up a great point. I, I mean, you haven't heard that solventless and it, it is a term that's being used and it, and it explains kind of what, yeah, what it, it is. Yeah, it makes it easier to sell it's, it's solventless so, if you explain that the one is sure. made with solvent. But if you were to not disclose that, I don't, in my opinion, I don't always feel that the one made with, that's made without butane, propane, whatever the hell it is, mm -hmm. is better, at least in a taste aspect or effect aspect than solventless. Sure. And I, everyone's different. I know we got people upstairs right now that'll only smoke solventless. They're like, if it, they even fucking said it has butane, they're just out. Mm -hmm. But I know other people that are upstairs that are fucking scientists yeah. that'll smoke both. Because My, in a sense, with the state's testing, um, the product's safe, correct? The solventless side or the- Either one. Either one. Oh, they, they either one. Yeah, they have to pass testing, absolutely. Right, and the yeah. state set these levels on what they believe should be safe for your consumption, yeah. correct? Absolutely. Right. So I'm yeah. just no. trying to debunk the, the no. fear that one may be sure. bad for sure. you. One may, sure. we don't maybe know the effects of, of both of them because it hasn't been around long enough, mm -hmm. but we shouldn't think, you know, when we go into the store, that one might be dangerous for us. I for mean, sure. I just don't yeah. want to create a doubt in someone's mind. And you define it, that it, so you correctly. should not. Yeah. I mean, there should not be a doubt in people's mind because it's below detectable levels that, you know, uh, marijuana in Michigan is set at this high precedent, like above your fruits and food, vegetables. I was about to go right there. Because the food you're eating can, can be extracted exactly. and made very similar. This is, you know, this is, a, you know, future 4200 and I, this is, this is why we get along so well is because <laughs> we see eye to eye on a lot of things. But uh, yeah, so we, for some reason, Michigan wants to set this pedestal of marijuana against everything else when your fruits and vegetables can be fucking bullshit. You know, our, our food industry is fucking bullshit, you know. So uh, but yet we set marijuana in this high pedestal. It's got to pass these high procedures and no mycotoxins and this and that. And yet we can smoke a cigarette, we can drink beer and we can do that, you know. And, so, and that actually was one, of, if I may interrupt, that was one of the big arguments with the MCMA against caregivers is that they're using, they're not tested under the same standards as licensed facilities. But that's totally but, uncomparable. But, right, because, right, but, saying, but they yeah. said, you know, the argument back from all the caregivers, a lot of people, this is a plant that's grown naturally for decades and that people, all our friends have been smoking ever since and how many people have gotten sick and died and everything else. And, and it, well, to a certain extent that- Yeah, but if, if I want to grow just, my fucking tomatoes in my backyard, bro, I don't get held to the same standard as, you know, the massive guy with the field. You know what I mean? I'm, we're not totally in the same right. playing field. Yeah. So that to me, that's just crazy comparison just when they did that. And, and I agree. And they should well, the medical, they should. Oh, If we're going to go to the rules, man. it's not supposed to be getting sold. It's only supposed to go to your patient. And you're right. right. Why would you want to give somebody who's sick some shit that might make them sicker? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I mean, like, a minus and minus does equal a plus. 
It doesn't matter if you're really doing it for the reason you're supposed to. If we're looking at this for the why you're supposed to, absolutely, no question about it. I mean, that's a real hard way to argue that. Like, oh yeah, I I got to yield an extra pound by adding this fucking steroid to it. Oh well, that extra pound did it benefit your person? I mean, you can argue yes, he got more medicine. But if he didn't get the more medicine and it didn't end up in his hands, really, you sacrificed his quality for your pocket, which right. is exactly what they don't mm-hmm. want. So then you start arguing from the, the other end, at least in my for opinion. Sure. No, everyone's no, entitled I, I to that. Think so. you're, I think you're right on that because one of the arguments was started actually by somebody that owned a hydroponic store and said, listen, you know, you caregivers are putting all these chemicals and like my man and then they came back and said well you're selling us those chemicals so i mean that <laughs> at the at the end of the day it's hey and if you were to you shut know, down the caregiver program this was a great argument someone made in my life that i love um bro where where do the hydro stores go from there gone what are all the gone. employees of there yeah. go all the nutrients yeah. like there's so much of an actual chain and effect that people don't look at it's just easier to say let's just get rid of it you know, people don't want to, you know, oh, break good, it down. Great point. For sure. Great yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. It's like the DA market. I mean, there's a lot of people got a lot of money invested in the DA market. Yeah. And that's going to be and interesting just, to just see make how good it goes. DA and like put out good product. And well, there's controversy to that because people know what can be done with DA. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a lot. There's a lot to that equation. And I'm not saying D8 or CBD or any of that should be banned. But there's a two arguments to that story, of, of course, too, because what, what are you making it for? You're making it for the gas stations to sell it. OK, so you're a for profit company. Okay. So why would you not have some type of regulations to you? Well, there's if there has to be regulation, yeah. I mean, just put out good product and that. Well, there has to be regulations should, to any okay. market or the market falls apart, essentially. Unless but, it's just a, a caregiver market where you're just taking care of a designated amount of people to help their medical health, then you're right. There doesn't need to be regulations on that. But we're because talking about a CBD product though. Yeah. Right. So, but, so but what are you, you making it for? Are you making it to distribute on a large national scale? I mean, you can do it either for that or be a local brand. So there should be no regulation product. to that then? Well, not, no, actually there, you should at least have to not use pesticides and So there should herbicides. be regulation to Yeah, that. But, but not strict because it comes from hemp. No I mean, one said strict. Like, hemp is, no one yeah, said hemp the same regulation, regulation, but to say there should be should no regulation. with the regulations of hemp. Okay. So like there the, should the, still the be regulation. Delta A should comply with the regulations of hemp. we've learned to convert things into certain things. Oh, I'm not saying people should be punished for that. I'm just saying that there has to be a set, like a program to that. I'm not saying there should be bills put in to not allow it to be sold at gas stations. I'm saying there should be a program that's put in, taxes paid, it goes in. You shouldn't be able to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. If you're a legitimate business, that's absolutely. Yeah, because if I'm going to be able to sell, I'm going to, let's say I'm going to make $5 million, right? I'm selling CBD. Uh, Why would I not be able to pay some sort of taxes to help out in the state that I'm producing it in? You should. That's all yeah, I'm you saying. Should, you should operate I'm as not a saying that business. people need to come down, break down the door. You know, you're over your plant count. People go to jail. I'm not I'm none of that crap. Yeah. But there should absolutely be it, a way. It that is the, a legitimate business, though. The CBD industry isn't legitimate. I wasn't whether saying you, it wasn't. Whether you're growing or processing, you can pay for those federal licenses that you can process or grow. Right. That's or why both. I don't ever see why they would cut it off from the gas stations. 
I'm saying as long as there's regulatory But they are. Rules, they're they're, they're, they're going to They're going to try. Absolutely. They're going to completely oh, they cut are. it off. Oh, well, then that's oh, sad. You think so? You think I, it's going to be completely they, cut off? It hasn't off happened yet. I, think, but no, they were I not. think it's okay. going to happen. Yeah, I only speak on what's happened. You know what I mean? Right. They, they were not prepared for this. I don't they were not care prepared for people to... What's something that hasn't happened yet? I mean, dude, look, New York just banned fucking Delta 8 straight across the board. Like, any isomer that comes from hemp. But you don't think that's going to be challenged? Sure, it'll get tied up in court. Yeah, absolutely it will. And I'm hoping oh, that it gets tied up here in Michigan. Like, sure. Well, that's what I'm someone, going someone, to, bro. Please, someone file a lawsuit. Oh, there will. <laughs> there's guys Delta making eight. plenty just, of just money get, that are going to be trusted. Well, yeah, they don't want to lose their livelihood. Yeah, absolutely. Vape shops are making great money. These families uh, again, I don't vape take, shops are making I don't so much good money. I host and ask questions, and I ask the other side's question because they're not here. Because I wouldn't allow them to be here. Are we going to answer any questions from the audience or anything? Or do we uh, have any? Or do, 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 want to answer some? <laughs> Probably not. Do, we didn't do. even go down the yeah, talk oh, about the branch. We, we, we went, went in a completely so different directions. Ways. No, but, but great, great conversation. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we, we were all. did ask one good question. If you guys do want one more, it says, "Why is recreational milligram limited to only a hundred instead of two it's actually the dumbest thing there is, not the question, but because of this reason. So I'm limited to only buy 100 milligram, right? Okay, I'll take two packs. Exactly. Yeah. Well, where does that leave us at a dispo? I mean, do we we know they're buying more than they're right? But we're allowed to sell well, it to them. The that basically says yeah. that they're going to pay more. So money. the state. That's a well, well. If we ever can ask the state, we'll ask them that question mm -hmm. because. None of us actually work for the state, so none of us have really an answer on why that would be put in place. We could give you opinion answers, but there's really no one here that worked on designing that rule. Yeah, Because sure. in other states, well, they don't, don't even have a milligram rule. That's, yeah. that's like, why can each piece only be 10 milligrams? Well, what is the point of that? Why not control someone when you can control them? That's right. Goes back to control. Yeah. Like you said, Usually the propaganda and the, the you know, people, yeah. I mean, that that's the most that they can handle at one time. Because we all we know the state knows everything that they need to know in order to, you know, regulate things and ensure that nobody has a major problem. With it. Sure. If they had a way to regulate and make everyone put actually what's on their fucking or in their product on their package. I mean, there's a lot of people who cheat out there. Yeah. And dude, True. a lot of people who cheat out there. Anything you guys wanted to tell or disclose? No, uh, we're just, you know, happy to collaborate with Shango. We're going to be, be on the lookout for yeah. the drop. Yeah. Coming yeah. to Shango, hopefully yeah. on Thanks 30 for days. Us, oh, always, man. Great yeah. chat. Yeah. Anything yeah. you wanted to add? No, I'm good, man. Perfect. I Thank you for having us. Big Great. shouts out to Hyman for always getting me smoke. High tech, all the homies. Yeah. Big shouts out to the big drops these guys got coming. Hyla yeah. for coming Thanks. out. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Blaze for always having me. Fuego for always giving me good shit. Thanks, Bunch Jay. of new drops. Thanks, Check it out. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> cool.